Hello and welcome to episode 74, was it? Yes. Of the Don't Lose Your Head podcast. I'm Morten, this is Nicholas. It's a happy new year, it's 2020, and we're back in business. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good to be back. This episode, we're going to bring you the new stuff that's been dropped. We're going to talk about an awesome event in Albion, a.k.a. England. So it's sort of, it was held in the right place. And going back to basics, what the fuck is uh, book one betrayal all about? We finally got it. Got to tell you something about it. (laughs) We're a bit late to the party, but we have the book. (laughs) Yes. Books now. Crazy, crazy. Um... But more on that soon. Uh, let's jump straight into some new things that's been released because it's been a while since we recorded and there are some new tanks out. I think the Sabre tank wasn't out when we talked last time. No. Uh, and it's sort of like a... It's, is it like a rhino-sized little uh, yes. gun it's platform? Like, it's like Sikaran-shaped rhino-sized yeah? little... Uh, Gun, gun carrier, like a yeah. assault gun. It's really cool. It's got a lot of like you could take some Volkite weapons and like a mini a neutron, like the mini thing from the uh, Sikaran Venator, right? Yeah. I don't think it's exactly the same. No, uh, the rules are different. It's yeah. it's worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. But can it still like uh, stop a uh, super heavy from firing or something? Yes. Yes, it can. Ooh, that's scary. Yeah, I, think, I, think it's strength, I think it's strength 8, though, so you can't really oh. uh, penetrate heavy tanks. Oh, that's right. You need to penetrate to get... Ah, okay. Well, that, oh, but that makes sense, because otherwise it would just be OP, I feel. If it's just like this tiny little thing that's just... <laughs> your, your Titan can't fire now. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool tank. It's a nice addition to the yeah. game, because we haven't really had that middle ground. So it's like super-sized tanks or teeny tiny tanks. Yeah, and it just... Out of the blue, I haven't seen any previews of, of them working on this, and you can buy it now. So, yeah. fuck. Or ha- did I just sleep or something? I don't think <laughs> there's been any any hints to this. Uh, really fun with something that all legions can use. It's always, I mean, we've had a lot of legion-specific units dropped, but whenever they bring this, it's like, oh shit, the entire meta can change. Oh my god. Um, yeah. I think one thing that needs to be uh, be fixed, like with an FAQ, is uh, updating some of these the rights of war for like armored breakthrough and stuff. Because I don't think, I mean, I don't think you'd take these now, or could you? I, I feel like you should be able to take them as troops if you could take like a predator tank. Uh, you know what I'm I saying? Like you can no? take, uh, you can take them. They're fast attack. You don't really have anything in fast attack anyway. Oh, you okay, okay. So it would just. Okay, so it wouldn't. You don't have to rewrite any of the. No, uh, the not to, to okay. be able to fit them. No, and also okay. th- they're really good for the dark angel, uh, the armored wing, iron wing. Uh, yeah, where I you have so. to have units of tanks, and that you oh, can yeah. can put any fast attack before, and you really struggle to be able to play that right away because you need so many different tank units. So that's perfect for that. <laughs> Could you take how many can you take in like a, can you take them in squadrons? Yes, you can take two, which is uh-huh. weird. Yeah, uh, you can take t- three, so you can have a tank commander. Okay, hmm, that's cool. I like them. Uh, you mm-hmm. can add it comes with the auto cannon, and then you can have like a modified shoom gun. Yeah, uh, and then you can have the neutron laser. Hmm. I think you would either go like shoom 
and put another little shimmer on top. Just mm-hmm. kill inventory. Mm-hmm. Or the auto cannon. I don't think that the neutron thing is really viable. You might as well just have mm. real ones. Yeah, yeah. This tailor this tank into going after smaller prey or something. It's also really weird. It comes with uh, like strength six rending rockets. Yeah, those. Uh, oh yeah, it looks like these. Uh, are they not tank destroyers? No, I mean like they are supposed to be, but yeah? like in the descriptions, like oh, uh, having regular hundred kilo missiles proved oh, to be uh, give too much torque or something. Like <laughs> they were too big and you couldn't fire them because the the hull couldn't hold the the force of firing a rocket. But the whole point of like a uh, rocket is there's no recoil. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so so it's like a weaker version of the Yeah. Hunter Killer. Okay. Which I, I think is pretty lame. Like it, it's not really usable. Yeah. No, I don't know if it would have been too good with regular hunter killers. Maybe that's the reason. Maybe I don't know. I think it looks a bit weird when when they have them like strapped onto the side like that. I don't know. Yes, that's another thing. Like, why would you put them on the side like that? You could put them like on a swiveling turret on top that you could like yeah. race or something, and you could yeah. stand behind a hill and just fire rockets and then back mm. away like an mm. ambush tank. But now, like, you have to be like no, nothing obscuring you to your sides, and you just yeah. fire straight on. I mean, yeah, that, that's how hmm. the Imperial sponsor weapons work. Anyway, yeah, but... No, it, no. It's weird. Uh, moving on, should we take the other <laughs> tank first, maybe? Uh, yeah. there, there was a tank drop just the other day, the Legion Arquitor Bombard. Arquitor? Yeah. Uh, bombard with spicular rockets, rocket system. And this one, I've heard a lot of people say, it's just like, it's just a sicker and turn backwards. Uh, uh, and I, I actually saw a size comparison. This is pretty big. It's a lot bigger than the saber, at least. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah but the saber is small. And yeah. I mean, it does look like it's a grand turn backwards, but yeah. I mean, I think it looks pretty cool. I, yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. Like, yeah. it's not a bad design, still. Yeah, my good friend Leon said that. I imagine it with like a doser blade in front. Then it would look very much like the. Uh, you know, like the 40k Nurgle, whatever that's called, like the Play lawn crawler. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. You, uh, they probably had that in mind. Like this is the heresy version. It looks pretty weird that like the the driver compartment is kind of raised up. Yeah, it's yeah. Like nothing underneath it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and I don't know. And it had some weird rules for the for the missile launcher also. Yeah, they very strange rules because it's like a blend between. Uh, heresy or seventh edition and eighth edition because you don't hit the models that are underneath. Like each unit hit by the template yeah. takes X amount of hits. Yeah. So if you hit like in the middle of a squad of Marines and you get like eight models on the template, it doesn't matter. That unit takes five hits. But is it to represent that it's more like a, some sort of shrapnel just detonating or like scattering randomly into the squad, not? Not like that. This is the blast radius. This is more like within this radius, there will randomly be some of these small cluster bombs or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, like you can target more units with it. And you don't have to yeah. target individual models with it. That's another groundbreaking rule. Mm-hmm. You can just target anywhere. So you can target yeah. between two units and then you can hit several units. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, yeah. I, I think it's. I guess it's. They just need to invent new things to like make <laughs> things special. Like, oh, it's got this. I, I like kind of. The, I like the auto cannon sponsors on it. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. that's incredible. Like, they there there never been auto cannon sponsors. And then. Oh yeah, you're right. Some huh. guys had a brilliant idea. Hey, why why don't we just put auto cannons? Yeah, perfect. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it looks really cool. Um, so that's the tank, and then for the blood angels, the. Oh no, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. Do you want there's, to talk some more a pre- about it? There's a preview of the tank with another weapon as well. And probably there will be several more versions. Oh, so okay. there's a preview with like a grab flux bombard thing. Oh, like the like a than- the Thanatar weapon or something? Oh, like the, uh, oh, the Leviathan. Leviathan. Oh, nice. But they haven't released the rules for that yet, so we don't know. Okay, okay. But that's cool. More, more things to come. Hmm. I mean, so two new tanks that everyone can use. It's really... Yeah. Really cool. I mean, I, because I, there are quite a lot of tanks already, but I guess it's still raining you, tanks. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, if you have a tank, if you build like a tank army or something, you might still feel a bit limited, or like that. It's like, oh well, it's mainly, you know. I, I mean, I push my opponent even harder. No, yeah, <laughs> but wouldn't you, I mean you? You mainly have a lot of uh, predators and land raiders, right? Um, yeah, wouldn't uh, and stick runs, but wouldn't you be happy to like oh like have some more variation like it's still a tank army, but look here just for like it looks fun to, to have some different tanks maybe. Yeah, uh, been mostly nice for like uh, aesthetic reasons, but yeah, feels like you're gonna stand around and shoot with most of your tanks anyway. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I do love the the small ones; they're mm-hmm. great. Might get some of those in the future actually. Because mm-hmm. um, these look fantastic, and that's like the the best mm-hmm. reason to get any model. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I know the the bombard has got some shit for the the um, imperial fist color scheme. That is like, oh, it looks sort of like a toy or something. <laughs> um, and it would be cool to see it painted in some other uh, army as, uh, like color as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, lost the blood angels dawnbreaker cohort. This crazy. Yeah. Jump pack dudes with like fucking phoenix spears. How, how did they, they they stole my? <laughs> got the emperor children did it first, and then the white scars came, and they had like better phoenix spears. And here comes the blood angels with phoenix spears. They have exactly the same rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I guess that's, they don't strike first. That's what you get for, uh, what you get for being in the first book. Oh, yeah, damn power creep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they look really cool the the models um it's a bit weird i think they have these new curved uh like um what do you say pole, poles that they're dancing on flying on they... oh yeah that was one the, yeah the flying stance or whatever yeah they have some yeah. pretty cool jump packs and stuff yeah they're cool models hmm? i'm not a big fan of the painting it's like the... no, looks a bit flat. I don't know the the red. I don't know. They could probably look amazing. Yeah, it's just like doesn't really look like military modeling, as yeah. we've said many yeah. times before. Yeah, yeah, we keep coming back to that. It's just a new uh, style they get going. Uh, and I know that we've seen previews also of the destroyer uh, squad, right? For the for the blood angels. Yeah, yeah, with those cool masks. Yeah, they look awesome. Um, so they they're coming soon, um, if they haven't been dropped already, or I don't know. Uh, okay, 
Um, but we have seen previews for some more dark angels, and there are uh, well, there were partly some uh, like plasma dudes, right? So, like a support squad or heavy, like yeah. a heavy support squad or something with some sort of is it like a plasma flavor or? What no, no. So that's the uh, the rumor. Uh-huh. Everyone seems to say that, that that's the case, but I haven't seen yeah. the rules yet. But why is that? Not... Is that like a historical thing that they used to have that or? No, the thing, the, the thing is that like that they have never had it. That's why oh. it should be plasma flavors. Oh, and then, nice. like the the way they they were called made it seem like it's going to be plasma oh. flavors, uh-huh. which I think would be really cool. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And and then there were also the knights with these freaking like big swords, Terminator armor, and was it also plasma hidden in like the in the gauntlets or something? Or was it Volkite weapons? I can't remember. In the what? Gauntlet? <laughs> like in the one of their hands has like uh, wrist mounted. Uh, oh yeah, the, the knight guys. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. This, mm? the, those plasma flamer things. Maybe it's oh, just okay, like, Oh yeah, yeah. I think those look really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, can't, yeah, yeah. The damn Dark Angels are going to look sweet, which they deserve because they're the first. They should have their. <laughs> yeah, they waited waited a while as well. I was I was a bit hoping because this was previewed on the open day, but I was a bit hoping for um, a new book, perhaps. Uh, when do you think think the next book is going to drop with the Dark Angel rules and stuff? Uh, I mean. They uh, seems like they had it ready. Like yeah. they've been talking about it. Like, yeah. And they, they couldn't fit in the last one, so they should have all the the stuff ready mm. to go. Do you think maybe they're waiting for some of the models to be done then instead, or they could drop it at the opportune moment? Yeah, I mean, you should have dropped it by Christmas, I think, mm. to mm. to maximize profit. But yeah. Who knows when they'll drop it? Maybe if we're lucky, because they haven't announced it even. That's the thing. Ah. I don't think they'll just drop it straight away. So maybe mm-hmm. they'll announce it because they well, they won't have an open day as well this year, right? They said that they they won't have an Horus Heresy weekend or thing. No, I think the Heresy one is not going to be. That's true. And that um, was usually in February, March, some mm-hmm. time. So they could have dropped it then, but now mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We should uh, see. Yeah. Like, it but, doesn't matter that much to me because I don't play those legions. No, but... no, I know. I, I'm more thinking, like, that book has to be dropped so that the book after that can be dropped. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm hoping for. Uh, but anyway, anyway, cool. Lots of cool new stuff, uh, which is good. Um, I think that's it. Uh, what about, um, so should we talk about what we've been doing? Yeah. Uh, Besides uh, hosting events and stuff that you've been up to, which we'll be talking about soon, uh, what more did you do over Christmas? Did you get some? Have you had some time for some hobby? Not really. Uh, before Christmas, I uh, built some chaos stuff for fantasy. Oh, I didn't. Don't think I've talked about that. No, but I've I've heard you talk about it on the the, the old world live. So I I already. And I saw you post some pictures, but okay, tell us, tell us once again, you, you just, because like last show or something, I think we talked and you were like, ah, well now I have my Kislev and I have my dwarves. And I feel like that's good. I have these two armies and I should 
play with them and develop them more next year or something. And then, yeah. like, two days later, like, <laughs> oh, I got a Chaos Army. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, I, I got, like, a, a early Christmas gift from my girlfriend's brother. Uh-huh. Uh, one of those uh, Slayer Magma Dragons. <laughs> and I Yay. was like, oh, thank you so much. Uh, but I was super grateful because... Yeah. I mean, they're pretty expensive. Yeah. Uh, so I was really grateful for the gift, but like, mm. there was no way I could use that for anything. So I went to the store and I pre-ordered the new Chaos Box that was coming out. It's like, oh, fire. yeah. Because uh, those models just looked awesome. Yeah. And then uh, I also bought some of the new Furies. Uh, oh, yeah. They were dropped for Warcry. Yeah. And uh, then I got some Beastmen from... Friend of mine. Uh-huh. No uh, turkeys. Like the no, chaos no, turkeys. The, the chaos <laughs> battle turkeys, no. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I gave them to him, actually. So he's going to use them oh. as furies as well. Oh, okay. Uh, for his beastman army. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah. So I had that starter box. Oh, yeah, yeah. I also bought, like, a, a box of old warriors. Uh, oh, they still, they still sell them as well, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, so that... I think that's the best way of buying an old box of wars as well, because you get a lot of weapons that you can mm. switch out the new guys with to, to uh, make them fit better. And... Because they didn't have that many options, or yeah, or just for variety. And also the uh, the knights, uh, they don't have lances and six, uh, oh, so okay. you just gave them other weapons like swords and maces and stuff. Oh, oh, you should just play eighth edition. <laughs> <laughs> They have uh, such cool poses with the lances. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're pretty, turned out pretty nice with these weapons as well. And they oh, okay. did, did fit on uh, regular calorie bases, which I was pretty surprised oh, at. Yeah. With minimal effort. Because yeah. like, you had some leaning to the right, some leaning to the left, and then some used oh. leaning forward. So they're pretty easy to, if you just put them in the correct order, they fit yeah. perfectly. Yeah. What about the infantry? Did you, did you mix the new ones with the old ones then? I put one of the new ones as a unit champion in the old one, and one okay. of the old ones as a musician in the new one. That's it. Oh, and you're going to use them as uh, chosen, the, the new ones or something? or Yes. Oh, nice. And thankfully, since I play 6th edition, I don't need like 30 of them in a unit. Uh, yeah. So, so I just have the 10 as a small yeah. unit. Perfect. And I used, finally used that, that banner I built like over a year ago. It was first going to be for my Chaos Wars, and then I was going to use it for my Sons of Horus. Yeah. And now I'm using it for Chaos. The, the skeleton and the, the cage yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Oh, nice. How much have you like started painting them and stuff? Or No, I've assembled, assembled. assembled all I got, but I haven't started painting them. I'm not going to start painting them for a while. I still got some drawers to paint, so I don't want to... Oh, okay. Oh, Start a new army that I don't really need yet. Uh, but uh, the, the banner that the guy yeah. in it, the story is like it's going to be a magic banner that fires oh, oh. D6 strength foreheads. Uh, and the story is going to be that it was uh, a mage yeah. that uh, sold his soul to gain more power uh, from chaos. Mm. And now this is his, like the price he pays oh. serving them 
for the rest of eternity, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's stuck <laughs> up on a banner, he's super angry, he's shooting magic. This is a poor skeleton. <laughs> um, but have you decided on uh, like colors and stuff? Yeah, I think I'm gonna, they're going to be used to uh, undivided, so no marks, and they're going to be devoted to a Bela core. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the original Demon Prince. Sweet. So I think I'm going to keep them just black and light blue uh-huh. highlights. Oh, kind of. yeah. That looks sweet. Very yeah. nice indeed. Um, and you're going to get some some monsters or something also to fill it out? Or, well, oh, you got the Beastmen, that's that's for sure. Yeah, so yeah. I got a core of Chaos Warriors and I got some Beastmen. And then yeah. I got Balakor himself of Demon yeah. Prince. And then I've got my health cannon as well. I'm going to use that. Oh, nice. So that's 2,000 points right there. Oof. Damn. Damn. Yeah, the health cannon is like 400 points something. And the Demon yeah. Prince is like 500 points. Yeah. I was going to ask you about like any New Year resolution. But I guess so. this, this army could be something maybe? Yeah, okay. I'm going to try and not <laughs> buy more models. I, <laughs> I got so much to finish off. Still got yeah. like some mechanical stuff that I haven't touched really. Oh, I got shit, that's true. A Sikaran, I got another Rhino. It's done. Yeah. 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 So just kind of finish as much of what I've got already. It's my new <laughs> resolution. Mm-hmm. Don't what buy more. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I thought I would double my Dogs of War army. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know if I mean double it in points or in models, but I think either. I think I don't have that many so far, uh, so it should be fine. It should be doable. Uh, and um, uh, I've been working. So I, uh, my giant is now uh, more or less complete. Uh, nice. Took a lot of time, but uh, I managed to sit down and get him done. Uh, still don't know. I think I don't. Know. I want to name him like Little Tim or Little Jimmy or something like that. <laughs> Um, and um, he ended up I mean I, I felt like oh he has so much skin I don't know what to do with it and like so, oh I've seen uh, like the, the studios versions have a lot of tattoos and stuff uh, yeah. so in, in the end I ended up giving him a little it's a little heart and it says Olga in the heart and I thought it would be like his girlfriend or something but it, but it could also be his mother or something yeah, I'm mama's boy I'm mama's the sweetest person i know uh so yeah poor 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 little timmy it's gonna he's gonna get killed every game or something probably but uh so i, I, I really oh, luckily to... he's got olga to take care of him when he's winning. yeah oh they hurt me they fired arrows at me <laughs> <laughs> so i can't wait to try him out I, i'm gonna have to force my friends to play again uh be like ah yeah you know let's just this friendly game just bring whatever you got oh sorry I didn't say that I have a giant. Oh, well. uh, <laughs> so now I'm working on Leopold's uh, Leopard Company. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've got six dudes that are more or less also done, actually. Or, well, I have to. Um, uh, I'm almost at the stage where I will just add a lot of varnish and then I will do the final highlights on them. Um, but I think I've, I've picked out, so I think I will try to do 20 of them to start with. I, th- I could almost do 30, but I feel like I'll just probably get bored or something. How, so, how many do you have in total? No, I think I almost have 30. I can't remember if I had like 
maybe I, I thought of making 28, having like a, a 7 by 4 or something. Yeah. Uh, but now I think I will just, I will start with 20. Uh, because I, I really wanted to do the Birdman also. So I feel like I'll do, do 20 of these. That would be enough to start with. That would be like a good, good sized uh, unit. And then I could do some Birdman. And then I have my Ogres. And then I can buy some other things that I really want. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, good times ahead. Um, yeah. Nice. Uh, and Any... then I have some bu- book related stuff also. But we could, take, we could save that till after the break. It's sort of related to, to that. Any thirty k plans uh, for the year? Finish off for the ultramarines. Yeah, I still have some finishing touches. I I I have the suzerains, uh, but at the moment I just don't have. I don't feel the mojo, you know. For I don't have the yeah, no real like uh, ex- uh, desire to start to, to paint them up at the moment. Uh, but who knows? It might just come suddenly. Um, I'm a bit, uh, you know, I, I might try to get some game in with uh, with Leon or something too. Just, uh, I mean, if I if I play some more games, that definitely, and maybe I'll try to go to some event uh, this year other than BSK. We'll see. I'll think about it, or maybe I'll uh, dust off my Emperor's Children. I was a bit, I was starting to like, hmm, that could be could be something. Yeah, now you have a a book to play by as well. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, and I don't know. It feels like. Sometimes I feel like uh, I would, you know, maybe need to add a new unit or something for it to feel fun to play again. Like it would be something, I don't know, some motivation like that. So maybe, hmm. Yeah, to make it feel like you're not just doing the same thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but we'll, I don't know. At the moment, I'm all into fantasy. But it's it's all right. Any hobby is good hobby. <laughs> yeah, It also feels like, Rather than age now, when like you can plan something a year ahead. Like, oh yeah, I'll play yeah. that. And, yeah, uh, exactly. Oh, way over then, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. We have time. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I have to say, these uh, like damn the Perry Perry guys—they knew what they were doing. There, there's so <laughs> much details on these uh, uh, these old metal sculpts. They yeah. still uh, they hold up very good uh, to this day. And they're perfect because they are a bit shorter, I think. Uh, so they they look more like the yeah, well, the Perry miniatures that I use for the rest of my army. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't think they will look that out of place. Uh, and I will try to post some pictures when I have more of them done. But I did, uh, I didn't like because I I, I looked at some um, pictures for like how they are usually painted the the leopard man, um, and they have a lot of gold armor then. But I tried to. Uh, connect them more to my guys so instead of like white pants i went for black pants and most of the armor is uh well because i'm black and yellow are my colors right with some purple yeah. uh so i went for black pants with mo- mostly like uh, iron yes or like steel armor uh but then with a lot of gold details and uh, some uh, some will have golden helmets some will have uh, some have like leopard skin which is c- quite yellow in itself I I took some of your tips also when I painted that, uh, nice. and then they have these glorious tassels on the end of their spears, and I made <laughs> the them purple, purple, nice. purple with a little golden ring in front of them, and it just oh, just screams. I, I, can, I can imagine those guys like what those pants. They're probably like black leather pants, and these guys <laughs> are just 
getting so warm marching around in these and they're like oh god why did he give us leather pants <laughs> because it's hot that's true oh shit i should add some uh, varnish to them to make them look really <laughs> really hot mm. Mm. i feel like whatever legion I, I or whatever army i paint i get back to this gold and purple i just have a fetish for that i think uh perfect awesome. fabulous yeah fabulous uh but uh with that let's uh turn our attention to an event that you just hosted this weekend yeah yeah i hosted another albion event sorry yeah. about the, the last one i held which was in august uh-huh. it was scorching outside so fucking warm yeah and that was a one day event and this time everything was just better so at the same mm-hmm. venue which was awesome uh, I was hosting this with a guy named Joseph, and he works at a school, so we did it at his school. And like, oh, that auditorium. was it like a oh yeah, because it it looked like an auditorium. I was like, what? The fuck? How did they get access to this? It looked it looked awesome. But I yeah, like, it's, it's like the best venue I've yeah. been to. Yeah, it's so good because uh, well ventilated, lots of space. Mm. It wasn't loud at all. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. And you had tables and everything to take there also, or yeah, oh, perfect. Uh, so yeah, the the event was uh, the real time system that the Danes came up with. Uh, oh that yeah, we, that we uh, just changed over to Albion and Fantasy. Yeah, uh, so th- we... and th- three factions as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So we had good and evil. So good is like it was em- two empire players and two dwarves. Mm-hmm. Evil was four gas players. Um, played mostly beastmen and warriors, mm-hmm. and uh, the neutral team was there was a an, a vampire camps player in the evil team as well, and then oh. a neutral team was tomb kings, ogres, orcs and goblins, and another ogre. I can't remember. I was fine. So pretty, no, pretty. Was war. It was war. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, nice! I didn't think uh, I don't think I saw any pictures of that. So yeah, I have really to look... old school Dogs of War army from like fifth edition, Goblin Green bases and all. Whoa, sweet! <laughs> so a pretty good spread of armies, but no elves at all. No, no elves. Huh. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, uh... pretty cool to get rid of those pointy ear fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, okay, so that how many players? About twelve or something then? Or yes, four per team. Hmm. So we were going to have five per team, but then we had some yeah. dropouts then. Uh, thank God we ended up with even teams, and then yeah. none yeah. of me and Joseph had to play. Because mm. uh, we really had to go walk around and help out with all the rules. Not just like regular rules, but also because we're basically playing two games at once, and no one has played this real-time thing before, so we had to walk around and explain a bit. Also, it's both like sixth edition questions and real time questions or something. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and are, are these players that are, are are many of them like new into, uh, like just started playing sixth edition again or something? Or uh, some are new, some are old players that come back, some are regular sixth edition players. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a, a big mix. Noise. Uh, uh, but you said that uh, like it was not really the same players that were there last time, right? In August. No, it's just. One of them that was that's, the last event came to this that's one. That's crazy. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, good as well. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. players in that. Yeah, it means there's a, yeah, has to be a lot, a lot of players then. Yeah. In the pool. Yeah, like sixth edition is really big in England right now. Mm. So hot right now. <laughs> uh, but um, okay, so uh, how many? Well, yeah, how many points did they have per army? Uh, how many games did they play each day, and, and so on? So it's twelve fifty, and how many games you played will really depend on what you did on the strategic map. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd say they had roughly four games per day, okay. but they're like usually not as long as regular games because you would retreat with your army and stuff like that. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, and it worked really well. And last time I said it was a one-day event, and I really wanted it to be a two-day event. Mm. Uh, the first one, we did like a compromise uh, that we did two events, and one of them would be one day, because I really wanted a two-day event, because people don't really know how it works. And then they start playing on the first day, mm. and then they get engaged in the battle, and then they kind of fall back, and, and then they kind of know how the system works. Yeah. And then it's not long until the day is over. Mm. So this was really good that they had a day of gaming and then they kind of started figuring it out at the end. And then they had a whole other day when they really know, knew how the system worked. And the night between where you're just thinking like, oh, I'm going to go there or we're going to fuck this up or yeah. I need uh, revenge of this guy and uh, how am I going to do that? <laughs> yeah, it was really good. So, uh, so Albion is an island and then... Mm-hmm. Uh, Good are on the east side, evil on the west, and neutral in the north. And they were kind of ignoring neutral in the beginning, and they just grabbed a lot of territory. Uh-huh. And then uh, good lost all of their battles, pretty much, so they fell back. And then neutral and evil started fighting uh, massively in the middle. Yeah. So the neutral team had to abandon their like defenses against good to try and help out their other armies. Oh. And the evil also pulled in all of their units in the middle. So it's like a massive oh, battle in the middle of the <laughs> island. So then good just spread out and just took all these undefended territories <laughs> at the end of the first day. Yeah. And then they were really starting to score a lot of points. And uh, evil and neutral couldn't really do anything about it. But then at the beginning of the second day, you really noticed that they had thought, thought it through during the night. And then both neutral and evil just went on a full offensive against good oh shit just for the rest of the day pretty much and good just had to defend what they had captured so far and it was really close to them so they scored points for being in battle and for all the uh, sounds that they controlled mm-hmm. and then i think it was uh, neutral had 131 points mm-hmm. good had 128 and evil 119 oh really close yeah that's nice so, yeah, it was like really a nail biter at the end to see if good yeah. could still hold enough territories to outscore <laughs> neutral. <laughs> Damn. But, um, and how did it like, and the system just, uh, so they, they declare like, oh, I'm going to go this way with my army. And then how long do they have to wait ba- to move? Uh, it takes 11 minutes, uh, you, like 10 minutes basically. Uh, you regen okay. for 10 minutes as well oh. so you, to make it. So you can regen before someone arrives to chase you. It takes okay. seven minutes. And did so you just they... re- regen everything? or uh, You regen 250 points every 10 minutes. Okay, nice, nice. And there were some uh, territories that allowed you to, to, uh, to feel more points or just more units? Uh, so 
yeah, the Danes usually have that. You like almost every territory gives you some kind of point bonus. Yeah, I think uh, I thought we would keep it a bit simple and not have any points bonus. You don't have to re- like recalculate less, and then you lose that, and then you don't have the points. So you yeah. only had uh, four like uh, special territories to give you bonuses. Okay, uh, and they they are like from the locations of the Albion map in the campaign yeah. book. So oh, it's the nice. giant, Giant's Causeway. Uh-huh. As you spawn a giant every hour. Oh, yeah. To join any army that controls that site. Mm-hmm. Now you add the Forge of the Old Ones, which is... A, there's a bunch of relics there, and there's there's magic items from the Albion campaign. So every okay. hour you would get a magic item from that list. Huh. And then there was the Argum Stones, of course. Stonehenge. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> The yeah, fucking right. table looked crazy. Who, who built that? Uh, Joseph built it. It's insane. It was uh, because I, I didn't even think. I was just like, I, I saw some pictures like, oh my God, what is that? It's like a huge Stonehenge that takes up the entire table. And then I saw yeah. your map and I was like, oh, it's oh, look, it actually corresponds to that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's very uh, cool. So if you held that, your entire team gains plus one to cast and plus one to dispel. Uh, Ooh, okay. On all battles, so you get a magic buff, and then there was the citadel of lead, which was just a fortress. Okay. Uh, so if you held the fortress, then you would defend the fortress if someone attacked you there. Ah, uh, nice. So like a uh, proper like siege battle. Yeah. Or how does that work? Yes, uh, it's in the sixth edition rulebook. Oh, yes. wow. Okay. So uh, yeah, you you if you're attacking, you get ladders, and then mm. you have to besiege the castle. Hmm. Noise. Yeah. Uh, so it just feels like Alvin was made for this. Uh, yeah. This kind of uh, event because yeah. it is like a neutral island. You need a neutral place to play this campaign. Mm. Uh, and the agents are perfect because there are agents in Albion, the, the True Slayers yeah. and Dark Emissaries. And then the neutral team we gave Fimir. There are yeah, some mysterious guys lurking around. Yeah, uh, and they could join the battles as well because they have stats in the, the Albion campaign. Okay, or they could just go on, alone and take uh, ground and stuff like that. Like they would yeah. take territories, right? Yes, mm. uh, and then uh, yeah, you could move around on the strategic map and yeah, take over areas where there are no armies. Mm. And uh, and then we also had the weather because there's a weather chart in the Albion. <laughs> Oh, I remember this from last time. That like it just got worse and worse, right? Because it starts. Last time you said that. Oh, it starts with rain because that's like the best you could have, and then it's just it just rained more and more until yeah, it, yeah, it was missed. Oh. Yeah, it was perfect with the the real time thing because we we roll on it every hour, and then that yeah. affects every battlefield on the entire island. <laughs> Damn, was it as bad this time or? Uh, uh, yes, uh, it went the other way, way though. Uh, so it, it starts to rain, and then you can go up and down to your old die. And uh, five, six, it goes up, three, four, it stays, and one, two, it goes down. So it's like top, it starts with fog, and then wind or something, and then rain. And then if you go down, it just starts raining more instantly. And then at the bottom, there's a thunderstorm. Uh, so oh, all the units get hit by lightnings pretty much. So oh, shit. you roll off and then whoever rolls the lowest in every player turn 
uh, one of their units gets struck by lightning. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So, so, so it's like first it stay where it was, and then it went up to fog, and then you have to roll an artillery dice times three, and that's how far you see every turn, and then it went down again to light drizzle, and then it just went down and down and down. And then it was, when it was before thunderstorm. I just decided, like, okay, we're having a thunderstorm, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which it's gotta happen. The the good team hated because it affects shooting a lot. Like, if you have uh, a cannon, had... oh yeah, you can only fire it if you roll a six, uh-huh. and all other shooting to hit is minus two. <laughs> uh, so it's really punishing for them. Oh, dwarves and empire, just like gunline yeah. armies. <laughs> oh. One of them was a slayer cult, though, so he didn't, Ooh, didn't nice. mind it that much. Just gives me cover. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but after the thunderstorm, I mm-hmm. thought I'd be a bit nice since I had uh, messed up the weather for them. I just took it back to light drizzle. The storm okay. clear, and then it was drizzle again. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, because I guess at one point people just wanted like try to fight, uh, yeah. win with what they got or something. Yeah. Yeah, especially like neutral was in the lead and good had a chance to do it to mm-hmm. to win. But if it was gonna keep being really shitty weather, then they would have no chance and it would oh. it would just be obvious it would win. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But uh yeah. Um uh, how would you summarize the like were you happy about uh was it tough to host? Uh I guess it's a lot of pressure on you guys keeping track on everything because it's things happening all the time like oh have you done this have you who's moving there or you know yeah uh it was really good to be uh two people mm-hmm. saying this uh because you can't be everywhere at the same time mm-hmm. uh, so, so that was great but I, it went really smoothly and yeah we've done it once before the exact same thing pretty much so uh-huh. we knew what was going on yeah so yeah, I'm really happy with it, and so we're probably gonna do it sometime in the future. Oh yeah, probably not soon, because we're all Albion out. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we have like the maps printed and everything ready, all the, the swamps that we made as well. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So do you, how like were there uh, tables like specific tables for each area also? Uh, so the, the only back. specific tables were the the citadel of lead and the argon okay. stones, oh, okay. and then we just had like regular table and swamp table, and yeah. there were like locations that were swamp locations, and then you would just go to swamp table, or if it was nice. like at a regular table, you would go to a regular table. Okay, yeah, sounds good. I really like the, um, the 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 battle mat with the the beach on it. it yeah, really yeah, cool. it was great. I, I tried to get as many people as possible to play there. Like, oh, look, yeah. you're fighting on the coast. You should go and play on the beach table. Yeah. How did you do, like, because I saw people running in the water. Did you just play, like, sort of some river or something? Yeah, it was very difficult trying to see. You're at quarter moment. Oh, okay. In the surf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which would just look awesome to play some sort of invasion on that map. Or that uh, table, right? With some ships and some dark elves or something coming. Oh. Yeah. There's a there's a really good battle at the end on that table, uh, yeah. on the south coast. So we had both the empire players defending, on like the 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 chaos player and a vampire chaos player was coming from one of the short table edges. 
Yeah. And then the Empire play had the rest of the table to deploy on, pretty much. So they used to deploy oh, their, their cannons and mortar and hellblaster behind some swamps. Oh, God. Just made like a, a semicircle and just waited for them to come on. Uh, and just pounded them. And they were like, please, please let the weather stay a little light drizzle. <laughs> super funny. And then uh, another Chaos player, like a Siege a player with Chaos Warriors and lots of Sorcerers and Chaos Knights. Just went a long way around the strategic map and encircled oh. Empire players and flank charged them. <laughs> oh, wait, so you could do like that. So you, like the, which board edge you come from, you could decide that as well by moving yeah. on the map? Yes. Oh. So if you're coming from the north, you would come from the north. So all the tables oh. were orientated uh, south to north. Like looking at the map. Oh. Interesting. That's really yeah, that's really cool. A lot of like, oh, you know, hold out until reinforcements arrive or yeah. we're being we're being encircled. <laughs> <laughs> that's so uh yeah, so so cool for the narrative. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I love it. So good with these real time events that you can like you really have a story of what what went on. Yeah. Because if you just play three battles, you basically just have three games, and then you have like a bit of a narrative, but you don't really remember what it is unless yeah. you really act it out. <laughs> if you really move across the map and can tell, like, where were you on the map? Yeah. Did the, um, did the teams end up being really like uh, close knit? <laughs> did they, or like, um, I guess they got to know each other, or did most people know each other already? No, they didn't. It's really fun to see them interact, especially when someone did something on the strategic map that someone else disagreed with. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> you sent me some pictures with like people just pointing on the map, like, no, here, no. Yeah. Like, oh, he's going there, so we should go there. And we, you need to go there, reinforce. And then, yeah, like once the Empire player was like, like in a really bad battle, no, Ogham's not. And this mm-hmm. guy was supposed to come and reinforce him, but then he went somewhere else. And then I told him, like, you know, this dwarf player is not coming to reinforce you. He's coming somewhere else. And he was like, what? <laughs> and then he just went over there and went, like, Hitler in uh, downfall. Like, nine, 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 nine. What were you thinking? <laughs> you must Hilarious. support me. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Damn, damn. Oh, well, it sounds really good. Really good. Uh, I hope, uh, yeah, I hope uh, you get a third event going as well. Yeah, but maybe you'll have maybe to come over. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to try it. Sounds good. I'll fight on the same side. I, I guess I'll be neutral. <laughs> yeah, perfect <laughs> if, neutral team. Unless someone buys my services. <laughs> we, f- we fight for every- anyone. Yeah, so we did the first event. Eric, the, the Dane, came over and he played this Dogs of War. Yeah. And we already had even teams, so he would fight for whichever team was losing. Ah, oh, sweet. Just pay us the gold and go. <laughs> we'll give you the glory. Uh, well, no, no. I have, I have no, no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> Your yeah. Honor, Your Onion. Um. So should we go to uh, a little musical break? You want to play something from uh, something Albion related? Sure, I'll play something that will take your mind to the Mister Isle of Albion. Mm, I like it. We'll be right back. We came for here one winter 
And now we are back. Far away. Doing a, a throwback Monday. Have you have you noticed that the like first sorry we throwback Thursday and then they had flashback Friday. And what is this then? Mo- moving backwards Monday. When where when did they do that? The the people on the internet. So anyway, we're doing a moving back Monday, and we're gonna review book one, Betrayal, the first black book. It's about yeah about goddamn time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This is gonna shock a lot of people, but this is my actual first physical black book. Oh yeah, it, same here. It's actually also my first black book. So that I mean that's uh, good, right? That we we got the first one at least. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got it. So the story of how we got these uh, books <laughs> starts back in 2017, I think. Oh, shit. Uh, when the Eye of Horus had a contest of uh, book one. So like when 8th edition was going to drop 40k, uh, mm. they were like, oh, let's revisit the, the old books. Let's revisit book one and play the campaign. Mm. And then they had a competition of who could do the coolest battle report. And uh, we, in the style of like uh, Istvan or was it Istvan? Yes, it had to be. It's been pretty even. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. So we went over the top and did this video pad report where, where oh, we yeah. acted out what was going on. <laughs> uh, and uh, very and high quality, music, very high pictures. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was a lot of fun to watch, and yeah. they certainly thought so because we won yeah. this competition. Booyah! And if you want to see this, it's on our Facebook page. Just go mm-hmm. into our Facebook page and look for pictures and videos. And that's not one of them that were like taken off because of because we used uh, inappropriate music or copyright no. music. And that, that's still there. <laughs> okay, it's just okay. no music on. So it's oh, yeah. nice, nice. <laughs> let's, let's learn. Don't use Metallica uh, mm. on Facebook. God damn it! God damn it! Uh, but anyway, we won this book, and then they were like, holy shit, we got to ship this from Australia all the way over there. And then uh, Freddy was going to Australia, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I can pick it up then. And then it took a bit for him to go there in the first place, and then he picked it up, and then he went back. Mm-hmm. But then we didn't see him for ages. And then I moved away from Sweden. Yeah. And then they That's got- sort of on, on our speed. We didn't go to a lot of events that he was hosting, which is kind of... A- our fault <laughs> yeah so then like almost two years after or at least one, one and a half or something mm-hmm. uh, I was going to Stockholm I was like oh so where's the book and he's like oh actually I gave it to Morten at, on Gothcon I think uh, and that was like uh, six months before I went there and then you were like well I don't think I got it and then didn't he well, get I w- it I wasn't, I wasn't at Gothcon <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I think he Said he gave it to someone who's supposed to give it to you, but then this person didn't have it. And then it was just, I had to play like uh, Sherlock Holmes to try and, try and find his book. Yeah. But it was gone. We couldn't find mm. it. Uh, so this Christmas, <laughs> Freddie was very generous and uh, he just got us a new book because oh. the first one has gotten lost. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. So I went to get it this Christmas. But before that, uh, I was sitting, just happily scrolling my Facebook. And then I saw on this trading page, some guy in Gothenburg was selling book one. Was it one, two, and three? 
One, two, and five. Oh, one, two, and five. Yeah. And uh, he was selling them for nothing, really, like super cheap. And he said yeah. that they had to be collected in Gothenburg. Less than uh, the price of one book. Yeah. Or three books, basically. <laughs> so I was like, holy shit, Morten, you got to get these books. And I wrote to you on Facebook. And sometimes you don't answer instantly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can take hours before you answer a message. But this yeah. time you were, you were there exactly when I wrote. And they, you were like, holy shit, got to get them. And yeah, then, I, uh, I, I wasn't even a member on that page. I remember I first tried to get it onto this trading page. Uh, and it was like, oh, first answer these questions. And we'll, uh, <laughs> one of our moderators will soon add, get around to add you. I was like, that could take days. Oh, what's his name? And I, so I just sent, like, I just stalked him up and sent him, like, a, a message. And, and he responded. Uh, and he didn't live that far from here. I could, uh, I could bike there. Uh, uh, and uh, when, the, when I, yeah, we basically decided, I was like, Oh shit! Maybe I got this wrong. I had to be- ask, like, did you mean like this price per book? No, 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 for all three books. But well, okay. And then, oh, did you want these other books as well? Like, oh, wait, I'm sorry, I'm not on the page. I can't see what ad- what what more ads did you have? So then he had basically like, oh, I'm just giving away for free these, uh, you know, how to paint citadel miniatures. Uh, basically like the, the two versions of the same. Uh, uh, well, not the same book, but I think they did it twice. Like they had, it was like an older version of how to paint it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Plus some, um, like an artwork book and stuff. Uh, I was like, oh, sure, I'll, I'll take that as well. Because they're always nice to look through. And uh, uh, even if like, maybe you don't need all the, the tips that they have in them. Uh, well, I would have needed them Just a long time ago. Nice to have and read on the toilet. It's, yeah, very nice models in there. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> I was like, oh, I have to get there quick. Uh, so I went there and picked up all the books. He was a really nice guy uh, uh, playing uh, word uh, bearers. Uh, but basically just, got, yeah, he said he hadn't really looked into in the books for a long time. They were just gathering dust and he had to reduce his, uh, like, yeah, well, reduce the space they were moving and stuff. Um, so uh, he, was, uh, uh, he was happy to give them to someone else. Uh, using them so I went oh my god yeah it was crazy I was even um, I reverse haggled because I was like oh, it's too cheap and with these books I have to I have to add some so I, I gave him some more than he wanted and he'd asked for I was like no 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 you can't do that I have to give you this you're too kind oh or you um, would have been been cursed yeah yeah I felt something like that uh, but it, I mean and, and it was really perfect because Book one and two, of course, uh, are the ones that introduced the Emperor's children. And the fifth book is about the Ultramarines. So it's just the books that I needed for my allegiance. Uh, I mean, of course, all books are, all books are nice. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, very nice. And I'm, I'm sitting here now stroking mine. Uh, but you haven't opened yours, so maybe you yeah, can Yeah, I'm holding that. in front of me, still in plastic. I thought I'd do a, an unboxing, like a oh. non-visual unboxing of this book. <laughs> Oh, but I, we can hear the, it's like those, uh, what is it called? Like ASL, those like music, or like sound videos. What, what is it called? Something like that. When you just have like, ah, oh, it's me eating a sandwich. Ah, <laughs> uh, ah, uh, <laughs> oh God, mm-hmm. please stop. Okay. <laughs> Un- unwrap it. Uh, Tear. So I just want to say for it. Like, uh, like you would. Mm-hmm. On, on the back side, it says the Horse Heresy, book one, Betrayal. 
a Force World supplement for Warhammer 40,000. Do you remember back in the day? So it says, The Horus Heresy Book 1 Betrayal is a supplement for Warhammer 40,000, dealing with war and battle in the dark age of the Horus Heresy, when the fledgling Imperium of Mankind was torn apart by bloody civil war and treachery. This book, lavishly illustrated in full color, contains extensive background information on the Imperium as it stood at the end of the Great Crusade. The foundations of the Space Marines of the Legionis Astartes and the Dark Deeds of the Battle of Istvan III. Also detailed are the histories of the uh, four legions who took part, the Sons of Horus, Empress Children, World Leaders, and Death Guard, and an extensive campaign system that allows you to play out the conflict on Istvan III in your own exciting tabletop battles. This book also contains a complete Space Marine Legion Crusade army list, as well as game rules for the primarchs of the four legions, Super heavy vehicles and special characters featured in the story. Damn, that's so cool. I just saw, did you see it? It was first released in 2012. Crazy. Isn't that when the world ends? Yes. (laughs) 2012. Yeah. Never saw the movie, but yeah. I haven't seen that movie. An unboxing. Oh, that's Rip it like you would undress a woman. Mm. Mm. Oh, it smells good. Mm. Oh. It smells like Pokemon cards. Oh, smell it. <laughs> smell it. Rub that plastic in your nose. There it is. I'm opening it. Stroke the leather. Feel the the and the sharpness of the the metal. Uh, first, edges. we are greeted by a big map. Of the galaxy. Ghoul mm-hmm. stars. Eastern mm-hmm. fringe. Veiled region. Oh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Galactic void. Ghoul stars. Cool. But, uh, but uh, Nicholas, where is that uh, uh, warp rift that is like dividing the entire galaxy at the moment? <laughs> the, the maelstrom? Uh, no, actually, uh, in uh, 40k, there's now like a warp rift dividing the entire map. Mm. Oh, no, thanks. Here's Angron. The Horse Heresy, book one, Betrayal by Alan Black. Oh, by Alan. Sweet Alan. Such a good book already. God damn. Yeah. This is a nice it is, read. It is very very sweet. Uh, and I thought I would go through a bit because uh, in this book they have uh, like a campaign. And you could play like a campaign over Istvan 3. Um, and it's divided into different phases and stuff. Uh, I don't know. I know that like the campaign system was developed more and more. And I think Freddy always talks about book 4 has the best campaign system. Uh, or rules for running campaigns and stuff. Uh, book 4 has like a modular system. This is more yeah, that could playing be. after a story. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought, I thought that well, I, I mean, most most content of this book is known to people. But uh, for me, I think that the legendary battles are like a part that you just never. Well, maybe you read them and like, ah, oh, that's cool. But I, I feel like, well, I've never played them. I don't know if I don't think many people have taken the time to play them. Um, so I thought I would go through them because I think they are just such cool little missions and they tie so well into the story, which makes them real legendary battles. So there are four of them in this book. Uh, the first one is called 
cometh the red angel. So, and it's played for phase one. So I guess you would, you would be with some friends, you would play this campaign, get some games in, and then it's like, now we end the first phase, let's play the legendary battle. Um, well, that's the idea. So let's hear the background. When Angron, primar Primarch of the World Eaters Legion, descended on the surface of Istvan III, it was to kill the warriors of his own legion. In the wake of the firestorm and the news that loyalist World Eaters still survived on Istvan III, Angron defied Horus and led an attack against the survivors. The virus bombardment had seemed cowardly to Angron. If they were to cull their own legions, they should have done it with their own hands. <laughs> I mean, this is one of the best parts of the of the entire Istvan campaign, isn't it? Like, or the battle when Angron just like, ah, oh, fuck it, let's go down there, and just <laughs> sabotage yeah. the entire. They could have just left these poor survivors down there. They they wouldn't have done anything else for the heresy. Yeah, they couldn't have. That's gone the there. reason that there was an actual battle in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> they could have just bombed them to smithereens, but Angron had to do it, and that's why this uh, campaign is so much fun. Uh, this first battle, uh, it's very like um, in the traitor's favor because uh, the loyalist has two thousand points, the traitor has three thousand points. But then again, Angron has to be on the on the traitor force, um, and it also says that ideally both sides should have word uh, world eaters uh, present. But you could also do like a a team game, so you would have world eaters plus someone else there. Um, and so yeah, Angron is attacking the loyalists instead get uh, well they can't of course, they're basically in the middle and Angron is coming to them so they can't use drop pods or flyers or anything like that but they can take up to three fortifications, they have to take one uh, but they cannot take up to three which is sort of like, so they're, they're dug in uh, basically you just you just want to try to uh, kill as many as possible you get one victory point per unit that is, is destroyed Um but and then of course the loyalists have a, a big disadvantage there, right? Because well, they will have a thousand points less. Um, so how could they make up for that? Um, and uh, they can get points by well killing Angron. They get one point <laughs> if Angron is still on the battle, but has taken well he does, has less than his starting value of wounds. Uh, so sure. if you if you wound Angron, you get one victory point, and if he is slain, you get four victory points. So I think that's basically what they would have to do to win this game because it's so uh, they have such a disadvantage. I feel like uh, the traitors can just uh, come in from well, they, they decide one of the four um, edges basically of the board also <laughs> that they will just uh, will come from this side. I'm like, oh god, um, but. Um, yeah, I guess the fortifications better be good. Uh, oh, and another cool thing is like since it's an orbital assault, uh, when the traders come in, um, they can deploy infantry, jump infantry, or walkers uh, using deep strike. <laughs> if they if they already had deep strike, unless by drop pod, they can assault on the turn they deploy. So yeah. like you know jet bikes, well not jet bikes I guess, but uh, jump pack infantry could just deep strike and assault, <laughs> which is so cool. Oh, they're coming from everywhere. So I feel I feel like this battle would be very hard to win for the loyalists. I mean, of course, <laughs> we know that they are they're going to lose this this campaign as a big. But I mean, with the point system, you could still win. Like it's a um, 
if the loyalists have a greater number of units than the traitor at the end of the battle, they gain an additional victory point. But if that happens, I feel like, well, then they've already won because then they would have to kill so many uh, units. But I don't know. It's a really cool, uh, cool underdog mission, right? To just sit yeah. there and I, I, you could, I could feel the fear and just being dug in there, and then fucking Angron comes and is like, <laughs> "Oh shit." We just have to throw him some units or something and run away. So, so what would uh, you play as the defender to be able to win this mission? Oh, um, you mean like which sort of unit, yeah. units and stuff? I guess get some like good heavy support squads dug into these fortifications, perhaps. Uh, maybe a, a plasma support squad to to go for Angron. I feel like you would have to kill Angron um, to get those victory points because. I mean, either just avoid him the entire battle if you can, um, but I feel like you're just... Uh, yeah, I don't in. think you can, because you're no. in the middle, and he can deep strike. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like, since the enemy has a thousand points more, it would be hard to kill... Well, they have more, more units that you can kill, probably, then. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I think I would just go for... I would lure Angron in, I would seem vulnerable, and then when he comes too close, I would just have a plasma support squad going straight for him or something. <laughs> what about you? Do you have any good tactics here? I guess there are some good fortifications with um, uh, some gunner placements and stuff, right? Yeah, I think as you say, like, heavy support squads is mm. the way to go. Maybe it's mm. like auto cannons or even just mass heavy bolters or, and plasmas or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, it doesn't, like if you're going to have world leaders as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess it would just be fun to have uh, close combat guys and just rush back because that's sort of what happened also to reenact that like <laughs> oh, whatever Gangron, father, you have you have betrayed us <laughs> oh, it's a very cool mission um, moving on to the second one, the flight of truth uh, and this is about the uh, well, how word of uh the betrayal got out. So, the loyalists knew that news of Horus' rebellion must reach the rest of the Imperium. They also needed evidence strong enough to convince the Emperor and Horus's brother Primarchs that the brightest son of the Imperium had turned against them. A narrow window of opportunity and fate gave the loyalists a chance to get the bearers of both truth and proof onto a shuttle and so to a ship still loyal to the Imperium. It was a slim hope. Learning of the danger the traitors bent their will to stop the flight of the truth from Istvan. So this is about getting remembrancers, iterators, astropaths, or something like really important people off the planet or, yeah, and to a shuttle. Um, which is a bit weird in a way, because I don't think they sent down any remembrancers. At least not in the novel. Uh, I don't remember. Maybe they did. Oh, let's, they probably did. Um, so on this mission, you play on a 4x4. Four four. Uh, the loyalist chooses one quarter, and then they have to get to the diagonal quarter, basically. And on the other two uh, quarters of the table that are like, they're ba basically boxed in by the traitors. But the traitors, uh, well, first of all, I think they have actually the same amount of points on this. Yeah, only a thousand points each. Can't include any vehicle of any type. And a thousand points, I guess. I mean, I, I would say that you could maybe allow for dreadnoughts or something. I think that could look cool in this as well. But if you would to decide on it. The loyalists have three of these messengers of truth. They're like basically non-military human 
human stat lines. So weapon skill, ballistic skill 2. But they have a hand weapon and last pistol, so two close combat uh, attacks. Like, oh my god. They are fearless and they have a 4 plus invulnerable save because they they have a protection of fate. Uh, And since they're independent characters, you can just join them to your squads. Uh, And then... uh, I think the I think the traitor deploys one unit in each of his quarters, and the rest are in reserve, basically. So you have, yeah, you have a chance, uh, and you have to. Uh, the loyalist places a, a shuttle that they need to reach somewhere in the the opposite quarter. Um, so that's the, basically if they get one of these messengers to base base to base to the shuttle, they win. Any other result is a traitor victory. Nice. Uh, I think this one is probably harder for the traitors, and they since they have most of their s- stuff in reserve, and it's the same amount of points. So I mean, you could probably just kill all the traitors if you're lucky with the loyalists. I mean, yeah. Uh, or at least I think it would be hard to kill all three of these guys. Uh, it's played on a four by four as well. Aren't it? Yeah, it is. Interesting. Cool. Would look very good with a lot of uh, ruined. Uh, uh, Ruin houses and stuff. Yeah, it's cool since it's like a skirmish game, and you could have a lot of small squads with these guys hidden in them, or uh, and then some, maybe some reavers, some headhunters on the other side hunting them down. Like, I guess the yeah. traders would send like, yeah, reavers would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Jump pack reavers. It <laughs> uh, yeah. would be cool, cool. Maybe some palatine blades also. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Or the hounds. Uh, I think yeah, it's a fun, fun little mission. Um, I think this one, yeah, I would say, just by reading it, I feel like the loyalist would have a would, They have first turn, uh, and the traitor cannot seize the initiative. I feel like they have a good chance to win this. One. Uh, um, and of course, it's yeah, it's fun ties into the flight of the Eisenstein and stuff like that, right? Yeah, um, yeah, I think the loyalist would really have to. Think of what unit they attach the. the guys yeah, to. that's true. It's gonna be like uh, like American football. <laughs> He's yeah. Try defend the guy carrying the the football, which is the rebrander. So yeah. Get him across. Oh. And just spread out the chances, I guess. Maybe. Mm. Mm, I guess the traders can choose which side they come onto. So, uh, I mean, I maybe it would be good to just go. Would you, should you rush in the middle and have traders on both sides, or should you try to go more to the left or right and then take oh, that's a, a void? So, ah, nah. I don't know. We'll have to play this morning. Yeah, I would, I think... Like, I would so love to do this campaign because that's all, also yeah. another thing with these books. Like, I would always always love to just get this book and play this campaign, but you need such a like a niche army to be able to do yeah. it. Yeah, but I mean, now I have like. 2,000 points of Sons of Wars. And you yeah. have Emperor Shelter, so we should oh, totally yeah. do this sometime. Definitely, definitely. This one would be really cool. would be fun to uh, convert some uh, Remembrancers and stuff also. Yeah. Maybe make some from the books. That would be cool. Um, um, okay, next one. Counter yes. Thrust. Oh, the thrust. As the, traitors, as, as the traitors advance across the surface of Istvan Three, the Loyalist commanders marshaled their forces and struck back. The Loyalist's aim was to break through the forces encircling them, as well as to inflict severe damage on the traitor forces. Often using the cover of darkness, they fell on their unprepared traitors, like spirits of the vengeful dead. (gasps) 
This is this one has a really interesting deployment. So think of that you divide a six by four in three parts. Uh, in the middle part, the traitors deploy, and the furthest uh, the part furthest away is the breakthrough zone. Then you have uh, the the part of the loyalists. So they deploy. You divide that in two. So you have like twelve inches of the loyalist deployment. Then you have twelve inches no man's land. Then the traitors come. Then the breakthrough. So yeah, the loyalists basically have to try to break through the traitors. And they have the same amount of points um, in this mission. And yeah. Uh, yeah, basically, you still get points for killing units. But at the end of the game, if the loyalist gets to the breakthrough zone, they get points. If the traders and the traders earn points for uh, loyalists that are still in like the no man's land or haven't gone out of their deployment zone. So it's also like a, a rush. I mean, that would be hard. I mean, you wouldn't want to take heavy support squads or stuff for the loyalists. You would have a really a close combat niche army, I guess. Yeah. And, it's, and it's still kill points for both sides as well. So it's yeah, kill that is true. And the, the breakthrough thing. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. So you could win with a lot of different strategies on this one. Uh, yeah. It's and probably it's, pretty balanced also. It's really thematic as well. That like, yeah. they, they want to break through, but also they're happy to just kill the enemy. Yeah, and this with the darkness, the cover of darkness, you have, they have special rules for this face that basically it's like you, you can quite easily get night fighting. Um, you roll on a, on a table and stuff. Um, and you use the uh, Istvan 3 Mysterious Terrain, which I remember <laughs> when uh, the Arab Horus guys did a review of this book and they went through yeah. all the, the terrain like, oh, a corpse groove and... Uh, yeah, like corpse slush. Yeah, so many good things in there. I just wanted to build Isma 3 terrain of just like, oh, it's a, it's a river of uh, the remains of uh, melted humans. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Also fun. I mean, this this one I feel like you could... Uh, I mean, it's not that iconic to Isma 3. So this one I think you could use for events or something. Just like a... would be fun to play. Yeah. As, as a yeah, table-specific mission. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. It looks like a pretty balanced mission, so that would be awesome. I noticed yeah. also, before the legendary missions, you have the regular missions. And they're not the same as the standardized missions. In... Oh, did they change some of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so in this one, you got uh, Blood Feud, Fire Tide, uh, Shatter Strike, Onslaught, Dom Dominion, and Extermination. Oh, no, no relic one or something like that. No, no world lies as well. Oh, that's true. I think, I think Dominion and uh, uh, Blood Feud are the only ones that are the same, right? Oh, maybe I can't remember. Uh, but that's, I mean, looking through all of these books, you would have a lot of missions that you could use and play with. Uh, so you don't necessarily have to invent new missions for your events. You could just go through all, <laughs> all of this lore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you ready for the the last legendary one? I am. The death of gods and angels. Bloodied but unbowed, the loyalists prepared to meet their deaths. Against them, the traitors massed in vast numbers, and once the last assault began, the death of the loyalists was certain. The bombardment of the planet triggered tectonic convulsions. The earth trembled, fissures opened in the ground, and buildings toppled, even as Legion brothers fought one another under the collapsing roofs. 
Across Distant 3, in the ever-shrinking circles of defiance, the last loyalist of the four legions died under the blades of the warriors who had once been their brothers. But they died knowing that they had taken a bloody prize from those who had betrayed them. In this mission, the loyalists deploy in the, in the center, in the center third of the table, and the trader will come from both of the short table edges. And the trader has, I think, 25% larger armies uh, in this one. And it's yeah. basically, yeah, you still, it's uh, victory points by, yeah, um, killing uh, enemy, yeah, killing units again. Uh, you get two points for super heavies, heavies three points for Primarchs. Um, but the Loyalists get, get two points for every unit they have left at the end of the game, if they have any left. <laughs> um, and they will struggle because uh, not only do the traders have 25% larger armies they get a crazy preliminary bombardment at the start of the game D3 yeah. plus 3 large plots strength 6, AP4 so not that bad but still <laughs> like a good start um, and uh, the loyalist of course this is the last stand so they all have stubborn Unless they are fearless already, um, and uh, they also get to choose a specific terrain piece to place in the center, and that's cool because there are some really cool ones in these uh, different. Like for example, they could choose the catacombs entrance. Uh, the loyalist player may immediately redeploy an infantry unit, jump infantry unit, bike unit, or walker that has already been destroyed within the mysterious structure, uh, or within six inches of this edge of its edge. This is done by using the rules for deep strike, but do not roll for div- deviation of uh, Basically, yeah, there are some cool ones in there. Um, some good bonuses for the loyalist. Uh, but then also there is a seismic cataclysm. Yeah, it's you... read that. It's insane. What are the rules for that? Did you so find at, it? At start of each game turn, roll D3. This is the number of cataclysm markers generated this turn. Place these markers in the center of the board and scatter them 5D6 in a random direction. On roll of a hit, the marker remains where it is. Immediately resolve each marker as a uh, apocalyptic mega blast strength D slash eight slash four in your cover save. Other than fortifications caught in the D portion of these blasts should be removed from the table where it's practical to do so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ground is just falling away from them. That's awesome. But it's from the center of the board where the loyalists basically start. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh would be awesome to just make a lot of terrain to represent that so you just have this rubble that you could just take out ruins every now and then and just place these big heaps of rubble instead. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, also, very, yeah, very cool one. Um, yes, great finale mission. Yeah. So, so much. Going so, yeah. <laughs> uh, great way to end the campaign, I would say. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, this mm-hmm. one, I don't know, maybe a bit more even, but the traders definitely have a lot of things going for them. Um, yeah, I, I think it will be a lot of fun to play this. That's the last mission. Yeah. All yeah. right, we're done here, and now we all just die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also so thematic, because even if you... I mean, if I would play this as a loyalist, I would, of course, I would want sort of to be wiped out to the last yeah. man, because you want to reenact that in a way, but you would just, as, as they say, reap a bloody toll. It's like you can't get rid of us that easily. Mm. Yeah, oh. it's like oh, uh, one of my favorite uh, 
you know, I'm a big fan of the 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 video games Halo. Have you ever yeah. played some Halo? Yeah. Yeah. The the last mission in game three when you're driving the buggy and through that falling on. Uh, no, no. Well, okay, yeah, that, that's really nice, also. But but in this case, I was thinking of uh, the game Halo Reach, where which ends. Spoiler alert: if you haven't played Halo Reach, uh, but basically it just ends with you're the last man there, and you're playing a mission. Well, you just play with hordes of enemies coming to you, and you can't win that mission, which is so weird because I have never played that in any other video game, and it and you put this mindset that it puts on you. It's so depressing. It's like you just fight as long as you can, but you know that it doesn't matter because eventually you run out of ammunition and you yeah you run out of health and you get killed. So I think <laughs> I just really liked when I was playing that the first time because it's like oh shit, it was cool how a game could put you in that like yeah, oh, it's just like Istvan three, goddammit. But I will take I will take as many of you traitor scums as with me as possible. Oh. oh. Uh, and that was only the legendary missions from book book one. I think they, I think they are in every book that has been released, aren't they? More or less. I'm not sure. I don't know if they're in the book five. See how the campaign system in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Maybe not. But uh, and these, on the next these... page as well, it's mm-hmm. the battlefield terrain. I just noticed. <laughs> do you have Do you have any any favorites? Rad sludge. It's pretty rad. <laughs> I like grave slime. The river is an oozing ribbon of slime formed from the liquef- liquefied remains of the dead of Istvan III. <laughs> oh, models moving within the grave slime must roll an additional d6 for Moraltas that pick the two lows. Oh my god. So nice. Then you have the corpse mound, unexploded uh, exploded ordnance, life eater bomb. Oh, so many cool. It's so, like, oh. Just makes me want to build a Istvan 3 table with uh, lots of custom terrain for it. So many yeah. good song titles for a grindcore band. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Toxic Fog, River of Fire. Oh, so good. Charnel House. Charnel House. <laughs> I like, like mysterious rivers. Who has rivers? In the first place, for their 30k games. And then it's not that common, I feel. I feel like we should have more rivers. Serious structure table. So many. Black Liquid. The new album. By Don't Lose Your Head. Black Liquid. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it's, it's a great book. That's all I can say. Um, and I think we should definitely try to play some of these uh, legendary missions. Yeah. Oh shit, the Summer Towers rules are in here as well. Yeah, I think, yeah. Since it's the first book, that's, they had to introduce all of these, these things. Bring all of it into uh, the heresy. Yeah, that's, that's why Summer Towers has always gone hand in hand with 30k. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But I guess it was around before. Or was it not? Yeah, it was. But just like... But it seems like when I started 30k, it's like, oh yeah, we usually play regular games and Summer Towers. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It was just there from the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, 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 oh my god, I'm taking it. Oh, all this, I'm thinking of all the, the good people who died on Eastman Three, man, man. God, can't help it. Ah, <laughs> oh. 
Damn. Mm. Um, any, anything else you would like to add? Now you've unwrapped it, you can take all night just looking you through remember, this glorious book. Remember good, good old day when Assault Squads cost 250 points? Oh, God. <laughs> well, I don't miss that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they have done a lot to, uh, to get uh, units uh, that we don't that we didn't see a lot uh, used so now they so now they, we can use them yeah. aren't they like 175 now yeah yeah it's crazy yeah. tactical squad are 150 here and now they're 125 i played i played the assault squad anyway because yeah. i like to lose <laughs> i remember the first uh, uh, event i went to when i borrowed freddy's raving guard mm. and some assault marines and someone was like what you're taking assault marines well, I guess that's pretty fluffy. <laughs> but yeah, it's Raven Guard. Come on, <laughs> you gotta have, gotta have them. Yeah. Did did they do well? I I, I don't. Well, they did. They did some cool things. They mm -hmm. uh, destruct and uh, destroy a Sikaran in close combat. Oh, that's pretty pretty rad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. good old tans. Good old tans. Um, yeah. Well, I'm definitely keen on uh, playing this campaign. We just gotta, yeah. uh, we just gotta come up with some excuse, and then we should just like rent a cabin somewhere <laughs> yes. with a, a table to play on. <laughs> just sit there and oh, like oh, well, these campaigns are recommended to play over several months' time with some friends. <laughs> no, we're gonna sit down now. We're gonna play. Just. Uh, Four games per phase, then a legendary battle, then four more games, and then... <laughs> yeah, just buy like a pallet of Red Bulls. Yeah, something like that. Uh, well, I think that was a, this episode was a great start for 2020. Uh, gone back to basics. It just goes to show that, uh, I mean, after all this time, 2012 it was released. You can still invoke these, uh, well, the will to like, ah, oh, damn, be kind of fun to maybe start a new... Maybe start a world eaters, world eaters army or something like that, or a death guard. Mm. Kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, it's an amazing book. Oh, um, so anything else you would have, have like to add? Are there any any events coming up? Uh, oh yeah, I'm going to I an event know. in April actually, the fourth oh? of April. Going yeah. to an event here in London. Uh, Three thousand two hundred and fifty points. Oh, that's a weird. Okay. Yeah, uh, of thirty k. Yeah. Oh, oh. Is it to allow some specific Lord of War or something? <laughs> yeah, I really want to take my Warlord, so I made this event <laughs> with the exact number. Points. Feels uh, like. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's just like slightly bigger than average. Uh, yeah. Almost yeah. too big. Like I don't really know what to take. It's like, oh yeah, I want this and this and this. Okay, now you have that. And what do you? Like, how do you fill out the rest of the list? Like, oh, yeah. shit, I don't know. Will you have time to maybe paint the saber tank until then? No, but no. I will probably <laughs> have time to paint my second Sikoran tank. Ah, well, that's good as well. Maybe some Mechanicum, if you if you get oh, the yeah, urge for it. Like a light detachment of that, that would be cool. Yeah, in that many points, that would definitely work, I think. Yeah. Uh, maybe give him the... Uh, uh, Armata Necrotechnica. Oh, <laughs> the other oh, iron. Yes, exactly. And I know there's been talk about getting some 30k games going here, also in town. So 
maybe I should just I should just try to get there. Uh, but I'm I, I don't know about events. Uh, there, there's probably probably stuff going on. I think I heard a, a, a little bird talk to me about um, uh, the Dirty K people. Uh, maybe thinking of arranging a Titanicus event. Oh, cool. Um, which is very nice. Yeah. Uh, have you gotten in? To Titanicus, anything? I still have. I am in my good friend Freddy. Freddy, not my good friend Frederick, uh, sent me. Uh, he gave me a war a war hound. Oh, uh, first one is free. I know, and it, uh, I still haven't assembled it, and I, I just, I feel, uh, I feel the pressure because he's, uh, him and his brother are sending me these cool uh, vips of their. Um, yeah, the the titans they're working on, and they're doing some really cool ones. Uh, so um, uh, eventually, yes, yes. But I have so much fun things to paint. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's tough. It's tough. Um, but um, should just do like a. I have an idea of doing like a a knight rush army, like like a like a horde army in Titanicus, which I guess would just be like taking lots of knights. Be like, fuck you, Titans. Yeah, I okay. think there is like a specific, uh, not right of war, but like a specific way of playing just knights. Oh, nice. I, I would think of maybe having like the, the one warhound or something, and he's like the master, like, oh, I'm so big compared to these knights. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, yes. Uh, thank you so much for listening. This has been uh, the first episode of this year. And. With that said, remember kids, Fulgrim gives head and Fulgrim takes head. Don't lose your head.